teaching is busy. Can you give me some simple tips for body health? It's not a silly question. Grab a cuppa and join me, Carly Thompson, for a little spiritual soul timeout for teachers as I chat with naturopath and amazing friend Gabby Watt about your body health. Welcome to week four of the Wild Wellness Challenge. I'm so glad that you are here and I'm so proud of you for all that you've achieved so far. Today, we will chat with the amazing Gabby Watt, a naturopath who is passionate about inner health and its effects on your body. She is a boss chick running her own business called Althea Natural Health and specializes in helping your skin glow by addressing your inner body health as well as holistically. She is married, super fun-loving, and also co-hosts a podcast called Natural and Practical Podcast. Let's welcome Gabby to the podcast today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be I'm here. I'm so excited that you are here. Um, I've known Gabby, I don't know how many years I've known you, Gabby, sort of on and off. Our worlds have collided, um, but I recently um, connected again with Gabby when I discovered her amazing business online, Althea Natural Health, and I was very, very excited because um, after getting a little bit sick with the, you know, the COVID, um, Gabby was able to make this amazing tonic, even though it didn't taste awesome, but this amazing tonic, and I tell you what, the energy that I got and the wellness that I felt after taking it for just a week was just incredible after feeling so horrid. So I am such a big fan of your work and and what you are doing with um, Natural Health. Oh, thanks, Carly. I know they taste disgusting, but I've heard that the worse it tastes, the better it is for you. (laughs) Yes. And, you know, I don't mind a little bit of that, you know, organic honey to take away the taste afterwards. Yeah, that's (laughs) a great idea. Yes. Yes. Good stuff. So, Tell us a little bit about yourself and how you came to be a naturopath. So originally I studied to be a radiation therapist, which I have been doing for the past 10 years now. And um, what that entails is, um, for those that don't know, is treating cancer patients with radiation. So I saw a lot of people at their end stage of their life, really, and people that were really sick. So what I wanted to do is go back and study nutrition and, well, I didn't know about naturopathy at the time, but I had always loved nutrition and I wanted to help prevent illness from happening in the first place. And so I went back and I studied nutritional medicine just part-time. And then I was in the class with all the naturopath students and they told me about all the amazing herbal medicines, which is what you took, Carly, in that tonic was all herbal medicine. Amazing. And so I switched over. Yep. Uh, and I started studying naturopathy. I did that part-time for six years, it took me. <laughs> and um, yeah, I've recently just um, let go of the radiation therapy career and started 
uh, full-time work as a naturopath. It's just so amazing. It's so incredible. And man, what a what a great testimony to be able to say, you know, I've seen what happens um, towards the end of life for a lot of people, but I want to make a difference and do something preventative, which is just so beautiful. Yeah. 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 And we're yeah. becoming so much more aware of things these days too, aren't we, that we were unaware of many years ago. Yeah, absolutely. And every little bit of health matters in the prevention scheme of things. So yeah, yeah. I'm excited to be on that end yes. of the spectrum now. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Um, for us teachers, our bodies are constantly exposed to whatever the little kitties in our classroom have and we get tired mm. and our minds get tired. It's just, we just get exhausted really, really easily. What are some practices we could be putting into place to help keep our body health feeling well or what preventative things could we be doing to create that sense of wellness? Yeah, so great question and so many things that you can do. (laughs) (laughs) I'm surrounded by teachers, all my parents are teachers and in-laws and and everything, so I actually pose this question to them as well. Um, But what I notice is that teachers in general is a very stressful job and stress in itself lowers your immune system. Mm -hmm. So when you're chronically stressed, which I would say you experience on a daily basis, um, your immune system is always going to be under attack. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm going to talk about ways you can reduce stress because that's Mm -hmm. really the main issue. And then under that lies if you're less stressed, you have a better immune system, you um, can sleep better, you get sick less and you're less likely to put on weight and all those kinds of things. So Mm. one of the ways that you can reduce stress, which is a very simple quick tip is breathing. (laughs) And I know this is very simple, but it's a simple breathing technique and it's called box breathing. So it's a four count in breath. And then you hold for four counts and you let it out for four counts and then you hold at the bottom. So it's kind of like a square if you think of it that way. And what that does is it immediately puts you back into a rest or digest state because when you're stressed, you go into a fight or flight mode. And then what you want to do is come back into the rest and digest. Because if you're stressed all day, that puts your body in a state where it's unable to turn on your digestive system. Mm. Um, It's unable, then you're unable to absorb your nutrients. You know, you get all these symptoms like bloating and lots of other IBS symptoms, which I have Mm. so many teacher patients with IBS. It's crazy. And I think it's all related back to stress. So um, breathing is one of the ways you can really reduce stress in that way. But the other thing I was going to talk about is having a really good quality breakfast. It really sets you up for the day. And if we think about stress, what happens is when we wake up in the morning, our cortisol rises and that's a normal bodily function because we need cortisol to give us energy and get us out of bed and start the day. But if we straight away go for a coffee, that shoots our cortisol up even higher. And what coffee does is it has a half-life of four to six hours, meaning that 
four or six hours later than when you have it, you've still got half the amount of caffeine inside your body. Wow. So if you're having a coffee at, you know, 7 a.m. and then uh, you have another one at 10, Mm. at 10 a.m. you've still got half the amount of coffee in your body than you did at 7 a.m. and then you're just topping it up with another one and then it kind of just gradually goes down. So you've still got caffeine in there really when you go to sleep at night if you're having multiple per day. Yeah, wow. And if you're having that every single day, your cortisol is just staying too high and that can really lead to burnout, adrenal fatigue, that feeling of being wired but really tired. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> and what you can do, I'm not saying don't have coffee. I love coffee. But have your breakfast before you have a cup of coffee because your breakfast will help to lower the cortisol levels out to a more even pattern. And then if you have your coffee on top of that, it'll help to even it out. Um, wow. So you're yeah, having amazing. a really good quality. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a quick, it's a, it's a little hack that if you just switch those around, having breakfast, then a coffee afterwards and having some really good quality protein in your breakfast, like some yogurt or some eggs or nuts. I know you can't take nuts to school probably, but. Yeah, no um, nuts at school, but we can before school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, before school. Um, some really good quality protein that just helps that crash later on that you may have mm. at three o'clock or so and you reach for that coffee again. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, that's just something so small that is able to make such a big difference. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. So there's more if you want to hear more. Absolutely, <laughs> yes. So yeah. keep sharing these good tips with us. We okay, we want to be healthy and well. <laughs> All right. So um, the other thing is sunlight. It's another very simple tip, but the first thing, if you do anything in the morning, is get up and just expose your eyes to some natural sunlight The body is most responsive to sunlight during the morning times of 6 a.m. to 8.30 a.m. It's beneficial later on, but that's the most beneficial time that you can get it. And if you're inside the classroom all day with artificial light, I'm guessing. (laughs) A lot of the time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Some studies have shown that if you're inside all day and you don't get any sunlight, the people in that study slept an average of 46 minutes less each night. Wow. So if, if they didn't have sunlight exposure, which then we can talk about sleep and the lack of sleep that mm. causes an increased pain receptors. So you feel pain easier. Wow. You have more inflammation. You've got lower energy and your mood lowers. So just wow. by something simple, yeah, like <laughs> exposing yourself to sunlight. So if you can do lunchtime duty, Uh, on recess duty, I would get out there and I would get that That sunlight. Sounds worthwhile getting out there, having a little, even walking up. I I love going on duty, having my lunchtime duty and I try and walk. I usually get a couple of kids that are going with me and I'll walk around the ovals and checking kids and walking over to whatever's happening, but just trying to get some steps in as well. So sunlight and steps. 
get those arms and yeah. those eyes exposed. Perfect. Yeah, yes. absolutely. So good. You've, you've got more, have you? I've only got a, a little bit more. It depends how much you want to hear. <laughs> right, we we want to keep listening, Gabby. This this is gold, and it's you're giving us practical things that it's not even like you know you're saying get up and do an exercise routine of like you know fifty minutes a day and eat all of this yeah. stuff and do all of this, but you're actually giving us really practical tips that are so simple to add into our daily lives. So keep going. Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, the other thing is when you eat, most people I would say is they go and they eat in front of a computer, in front of a screen. They, you know, they go and do a little, I'm just going to do some work while I have my lunch. And they use that time to get stuff done. Yeah. But really we really need to set aside time where there is no distractions when we eat mm. because what happens is it's really interesting that when we eat in front of a screen there's a thing called our memory recall of eating so if we're eating in front of a screen and we're distracted we're just eating scoffing down our lunch and doing something else we don't actually have the memory that we've eaten that meal and then studies show that later on we will eat more, say at dinner time, because our brain doesn't recall that we've eaten lunch. Wow. Because we've been in front of a screen. Yeah. So you actually end up eating. Uh, this particular study showed that you eat 15% more energy or calories, if you want to call it that, um, and a higher fat content if you're just eating in front of a screen. Wow. So, yeah, yeah something simple. Fat. Like yeah. <laughs> Set aside some time, just no screen for the time that you're eating, no work. Yeah. Really look at your food, process what you're doing, eat with others, other people. Yeah. It yeah. makes you happier. It really does. I, I always find when I stop and actually eat in the staff room because I am I am guilty. 100% guilty of sitting on my laptop and checking emails while I'm eating my lunch or sitting and trying to get some marking yeah. done. 100% guilty yeah. of that. But I do find that when I've sat with some staff members and actually eaten my lunch with them, I, I'm so much happier. <laughs> I've had, oh, had a good yeah. chat with people. Yeah. We've usually had a good laugh. Um, laugh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's good. It's good. Yeah. Excellent. And you had one one more for us? I have one more. Excellent. Um, now, this is, I just love this one because I am such the opposite. I never do this. <laughs> I, I've always got something in my mind, like I'm always listening to a podcast, doing work, doing mm. something that's filling my brain. But we really need to set aside time for if you want to call it meditation, let's meditation. Mm, yeah. Um, what the the so-called experts call it is offline waking rest. Wow. Meaning it's pretty much just day, daydreaming. Yeah. So you really need to set aside just a little bit of time, even it's just like five minutes, and shut off your brain. <laughs> because <laughs> what this does is it helps you process all of the emotions that you've had throughout the day and also seen other people have during yeah. the day. It consolidates that in your brain. It's 
helping you to consolidate learning what you've learnt and what you've taken in. And that means that if you don't get this time, your mind hasn't had that time to process Mm. and you actually end up going to bed. It takes your brain longer to shut off because you haven't given it little bits throughout the day to just be and sit and think. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) And daydream. And daydream. Oh, yeah. Yep. I would say that you do. You, um, you const, I feel like as a teacher, you're constantly moving and you are, you know, yeah, you finish work, you're marking. If you've got young kids, you're usually taking them out somewhere as well, coming home, putting in a podcast to listen to the the latest up to date thing on teaching so that you're (laughs) on the ball and still marking usually. And (laughs) yeah, Yeah. just there's there, we, we don't make time to just sit and daydream. Yeah, absolutely. And it gives you more creativity and able to do more productive work when the time comes to do that because you've had that time where you can just sit and be. (laughs) Yeah. Well, if it's going to be making me more creative and more productive, then I think I might have to add this one into my repertoire. Yeah, just call it little daydream. Little daydream day. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. Uh, Well, are there any scriptures or quotes or practices that are holding you right now in your daily life? Yeah. So I, well, for me, I've been going through a bit of a career change. So I've been doing a lot of self work in what success really means to me. So I've been listening to um, Ben Crow. He's a mindset coach of Ash Barty's and a lot of other athletes. I've been doing his work on what success means and learning the intrinsic things that make us feel successful rather than the extrinsic things like our job and, and other people's approval and things like that. So I've been doing a lot of that work, but also with that one scripture that I've been really holding on to is it's in Proverbs 10, 11, and it says, the mouth of a good person is a deep life-giving well, but the mouth of the wicked is a dark cave of abuse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I've taken that scripture as also self-talk yeah. because we yeah. talk to ourselves so much about, oh, I'm so, you know, I can never get that work done. I have no idea what I'm doing. How mm. how many times do you get that phrase of, I have no idea. I'm just, yeah. you know, can't do it or I can't do it. I'm so overwhelmed. Yep. But the mouth of a good person is a deep life-giving well. We need to be that voice to ourselves before we can also give those words to others. So I've been really working on my self-talk and trying to be positive in that rather than, you know, having negative (laughs) self-talk. Yep. And that's so good because it's so true. You know, I, I can't remember who said it, but I remember hearing them say something like, um, would you speak like that to one of your good friends? Would you yes. say that to somebody that you love? Why would you say yeah. that to yourself? Because you need to speak that, speak kindly to yourself, don't you? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah that's, that's a great way of putting it. Mm, yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, um, 
tell us a little bit about your podcast because, you know, I think that many of our listeners will want to continue on this little bit of an inner health journey, but you do it in a holistic way, as we've heard. And I, you know, I'd love to share what you're doing with other people. Yeah. So I've got a podcast with my great friend. She's a naturopath and nutritionist. Her name is Miriam and it's called the natural and practical podcast because we wanted to talk about all things natural, but make it a practical (laughs) way, you know, give practical tips. So you can find us on Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts on um, the natural and practical podcast. So good. And where can we find you if we want to book in and have a deeper chat about inner health and glowing skin and all things natural? Yeah. So my business is called Althea Natural Health. So you can find me altheanaturalhealth.com.au is my website or on Instagram, Althea Natural Health. Yeah. That's the main places I hang out really. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. And I just wanted to say thank you so much for joining us today and sharing all these beautiful gems with us. I am blown away by what you have offered and how you've thought about our teachers and considered what are some things that they could be practically applying in their life to make a difference on their inner health. And I mean, sleep, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't oh, want gosh, good sleep and the effects talk forever of that. about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. well, maybe we might have to have you back another time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today, Gabby. Thanks so much, Carly. I loved it. Oh, you're welcome. Wasn't that amazing? So this week's challenge for us is to simply try one or all of Gabby's tips. I have put them on a beautiful PDF that you can print out and keep close by. Head to www.carlythompson.com. Make sure you signed up to my website and head to the podcast 2022 term four episode 33, where you will have a link to download it for free. 1 Corinthians 6, 19 to 20 reminds us that our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit within us. Your body is the vessel that carries you through this life. The health of your body affects you in so many ways. Please be kind to yourself. Please be kind to your body. So thanks for joining me for week four of the Wild Wellness Challenge on It's Not a Silly Question, a spiritual soul timeout for teachers. Remember to share your journey on Instagram by tagging me at Carly Thompson underscore Faith Right Teach or using the hashtag Wild Wellness Challenge. Allow me to leave you with a quote from Gabby's free downloadable book on 12 Habits for Glowing Skin. Having healthy, glowing skin is not just about doing something once and expecting your skin to respond and glow. It's a continuous daily habit that helps your skin flourish. It's a balancing act, a combination of having optimal physical, emotional, mental and spiritual health.